0: hey everybody hey oh, I was no, hey, hey uh, uh, uh. oh no he's the count not the alphabet <laughs> <laughs> I
1: thought you were going to start bad, bad, rapping bad, bad. It was
2: yeah. like hey that's kind name. of weird Jamaican
1: rap uh, alright anyway <laughs> can't keep that Jen just made out of face uh, Welcome to the episode today. Uh, We are having some beers like usual, but we are talking about a little bit about (laughs) politics. We are talking about Israel. A bit, a bit, a bit about Israel, Palestine, global
0: um, issues. Global issues, not to be confused with East Palestine, where the train crashed
1: last year. Palestine. Okay. Okay. Um, Either way, I was not informed. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) We were talking about Palestine, Israel, conflict, Iran, Saudi Arabia. King David and and that hot piece,
1: Bathsheba. (laughs) Um, So uh, grab a drink with us. Get your knowledge out and look up. I don't know what I'm saying. You You guys, you should say something here. You've been just letting you talk more. So we're talking about Israel. We'll see you in a second. Yeah,
2: here we go. Here we go.
1: Hey, everybody. (laughs) How's it going? Welcome Welcome to ASMR with Jen. Jen's doing a little ASMR. uh, Asthma. Asthma. Evan's
2: really into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's like, I I listen to that all the time. I don't think I'll keep any of
0: that. That's how I fall asleep. People chomping their food. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jen loves the mac and cheese sounds.
2: Uh, I cannot stand food mouth noises. No, it drives me nuts. Absolutely not. Like chewing? Anything. Mouth noises
0: or like uh, clinking of silverware.
2: Oh, if you bite your silverware? All murder. Murder.
0: Learn to eat soup silently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or like a big gulp. Even if it's yeah. hot,
1: you can't sip it. It's a problem? I mean,
2: it's fine. It's just don't. It, yeah, okay. The, well, yeah. the chewing. I and
1: absolutely the, will be doing all that in front of you guys. now. No. So. <laughs>
2: I broke up with my ex boyfriend because of because fighting of a silver. <laughs> 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 kidding.
1: Like the recent ex boyfriend?
2: <laughs> no, no, that was a joke. That was only one of the reasons.
0: Does he uh, listen? I have no
2: I idea. idea. Probably not. Uh, not that's anymore. not why. He's like, <laughs> fuck these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like, like I have chills just thinking about it. Excuse me, sir. My daughter. Her phone is on. My daughter. Tell her to walk In at school and said and her studio. car is
1: dead. So I, I'm on. I put on vibrate. Sorry.
2: Was it her? Yeah. Is it running? They got it. Good.
1: We're just letting it charge now.
2: They can, First she can, dead battery. She can drive it. It's got to happen to well, everybody. She right? can unplug it from the other car. She just needs to let it run. doesn't need to stay hooked up once it's running. No, I know that. Does oh, she know that? That's know. what I'm saying. She's probably got it sitting this there with... This has
1: nothing to, to do with up. the episode. We can cut moving. this
2: out. <laughs> just tell um, her she doesn't need to keep it hooked up. To the other
0: tell car. her to lick her hands and touch both metal I said, pieces. does she know she uh, can't
2: touch both <laughs> ends together?
1: Uh, it's only
0: 12 volts. It won't hurt that bad.
2: It's like my worst nightmare. All right, well. Between that and good. biting silverware.
1: She's at school. She shouldn't be running her car anyway. So you think. <sighs> you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I I, I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what I know an intro.
1: Uh, okay, cool. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what have we talked about in last two minutes?
1: <laughs> Just pure stupidity like normal. So welcome
0: to the Christian AF <laughs> podcast. Here we are. We made it. Oh, I told uh, Andrew we'd throw a little shout out to Ernie's. Just cause. Yeah. What
2: up, Ernie? Wait, we're not what doing up, free
1: sponsorships. Ernie's, Get out of here, Ernie's. Ernie's. Is he listening? No. Well, then what is? That? <laughs> Why did, what? No, Ernie's we're not doing is a free sponsorships here.
2: Local pub. That even we though we talk about frequent Prairie Street too much. Even
1: yeah. though we talk about Prairie Street every five seconds, for free.
2: Yeah. Well, he gave they, us free lunch the other day. Andrew did. Yeah,
1: he gave me free beer yesterday. So you're fine. Where, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll take it. I'll start with the Speaking free of, what are we whenever? drinking? Um, I got. Apparently, I, I won the luck of the draw here of the, the one Prairie Street IPA Evan brought in. Yeah. The psy. psy. Uh The other two are different. Jen, what do you got?
2: Um, Evan and I are having from Moore Brewing a, the Huntley Helles Yep. Lager. I haven't tasted it
0: yet. It's crisp. Moore is from Huntley, Illinois, which is like between here and the burbs of Chicago. I mean I've never had many more many much more of more,
1: more
2: yeah
0: they're brewed. good I like them a lot they do a lot of beer at all times At all times Yeah we they, should they, just they, go there They I've have like 20 better. beers on tap Should,
2: should we have a really uh, a meet and greet at More Brewing for if we anyone should. if oh, any listeners should. That'd be fun We should be close to like Huntley area. You let us know and we'll come meet you at a brewery and you can buy us. Yeah. We're not paying for anything. (laughs) That's right. We We bless your ear holes with this podcast twice a month. More as good
1: wings. We, I I do want to do a quick shout out. We're not, we'll read it later, but we did get a nice little, a nice little, uh, uh, listener, a listener, uh, money Email. our All next
2: money. E, our next episode we'll we're going to we'll read some listener emails and we're going to talk about it but we got a, somebody very nice sent us some money to thank us for what Jen we're doing
1: is very much liking we this just person just
2: listen in 2 weeks so that you can know okay. what happened
1: okay well We'll read some of those next. week. Don't be week. a so spoiler alert. If you are one Jesse. of the people who's written in recently, you'll probably hear those read next week. So yeah. So if you don't so want if, us to read your
2: email, uh, maybe send me a message because I did not ask you, and I'm just going to do it. If and we not give get, names.
0: yeah, if we can get six hundred more dollars, we could either get we can get a that super rare cab that they have at <laughs> <laughs>
1: just, just blow it all on one, yeah, bottle, one bottle of wine. One. People are like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know i (laughs) need a new microphone arm i mean i do single-handedly pay for this podcast so i mean i feel like i should just pocket it sure but no i'm just kidding no (laughs) we'll put it back into something fun it's fine that's boring if we do that um so we're not even an llc yet are we
0: do we need to do (laughs) that we're not even a business we're not
1: making any money
0: i know once we make money yeah yeah then we have have to pay taxes screw that no
2: <laughs> this, this, is still, this is still a hobby yeah. <laughs> we'll just make it a non-profit under yeah. the, i'll do it for yeah. free for forever this is technically under the church right <laughs> no it's under I mean, the we church could, it's yeah. under yeah, the sure no taxes any hey. why are we here today today what are we doing
0: on the topic i feel like there should be like a news
2: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yep. some mouth trumpet there. So, that was Jesse, was not so Evan. Jesse. Impressive. Um That's because Evan doesn't actually play <laughs> the trumpet. I
0: don't. I've never played it. Yeah. This uh, just this, in. This
1: just in. Tap your papers. Yeah. Uh
0: uh, we figured we would uh talk a little bit about uh Israel. Yeah. A little bit of history, a little bit of uh backstory to the current conflicts and uh, what should we do about it? Like, what should Christians do about it?
2: Yes,
1: yeah. So to be fair, Jen and I don't know a lot of what's happening. Like, uh, we, <laughs> I wouldn't we, say I've seen know, the know, I've seen yeah. stuff
2: on the news, but I have not done enough research to feel like I have an informed opinion.
1: Understanding yeah, understanding because
2: I don't like to just take what I see on the news yeah. verbatim, which yeah. we're going to get into it it basically, a little bit. But yeah. been working twenty four hours a day. Yes, for the last we have two been weeks, so. <laughs> very in a in a <laughs> in a real world world. job. Yeah. We're cool. So you're gonna so, have to give
1: us the updates, flash updates. So a week. But in, I also uh, think we're
2: not mm-hmm. totally focused on the conflict itself. Yeah, like that's no, part no. of this conversation, but it's more. It's it's gonna be bigger yeah. than that.
0: Well, I'm trying to give you. I, I want to give everybody as much facts, facts as possible about the land, the people, a little bit about the conflict, um, and then why it's important. Why all these people are fighting over this New Jersey-sized piece of land, and uh, what should the Christian response be? Okay, essentially,
2: let's get into yeah. it.
0: So, about two and a half weeks ago, um, the the militant group Hamas, who runs um, the Gaza Strip, so if you, the Gaza Strip is like a essentially a city that is on the southern coastal part of Israel bordering egypt so it borders egypt and israel and the mediterranean sea hamas who has been ruling since 2006 has been the ruling party of the gaza strip in because per- then you have the west bank which is used to be run by jordan now they're kind of their own thing that's a different part of the palestinian people hamas invaded israel um, and like a surprise kind of it was a terrorist attack of sorts uh, and killed a bunch of about 1,000 um, innocent civilians. Civilians, yeah. yeah, Children, <clears throat> women, men, young people dancing in the desert, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of just slaughter. And so, uh, of course, over the past few weeks, there's been uh, outrage on all sides because, of course, Israel uh, retaliated mm-hmm. with the full force of basically the strongest, the third strongest military in the world fourth strongest military in the world um and so there's and and there's a ton of information that's being spewed about this region which is known as Palestine and Israel or the Levant if you want to say that um and a whole bunch of information a whole bunch of it 95% of it is false at least wrong on some level and then uh, and so I figured, why not take the time to go through a little bit of the history of the land, the people, and really try to bring a rational point of view a sp- and a spiritual point of view to it. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it's a it, the situation's a mess. Uh, it's not going to get better anytime in the near future unless Jesus comes back. And so mm-hmm. maybe that'd be dope.
1: <laughs> this, this is the week. No. Yeah, uh, and yeah. If any of this info is like slightly off, we are a week out when we post this. But yeah, so a
2: yeah, little if bit. Of, anything yeah. has changed? You yeah.
1: Mean? So a little
0: history of Israel. But in order to understand the history of the nation of Israel today, we have to go back to 1400 BC. In 1400 BC, uh, the Hebrew people, which was which is what they were known as at the time entered the promised land through the Jordan river, uh, the battle of Jericho, all these things. And at the time it was a land like every other place on the face of the planet, except for Egypt was a land that was occupied. If, if you want to call it that occupied by a whole bunch of different city states, Jericho being one of them, uh, particularly like Canaanites, Philistines, people like that, Jesuites or whatever. Uh, the, the, Israel. The Hebrew people entered the land of Israel around 1400 BC. Um, so it's thirty five, thirty four, thirty five hundred years ago. Um, around 1100 BC, the tribes of Israel, which is the, in which there were twelve, came together. Uh, if you read the books of the Book of Samuel, it is one book, not two. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> if you read the Book of Samuel, uh, you know that the tribes of Israel come together and ask God for a king, right? The the, the judges and Samuel. Um, And so they ask God for a king. God and Samuel are both like, that's ridiculous, but God lets them choose a king. So they anoint Saul as king of Israel. Little known is that there was also at the time a kingdom of Judah as well that was ruled very, very small at the time. Eventually Saul is killed uh, by the Philistines in a battle against the Philistines. His son Eshbal, or in a lot of Bible translations would say Ishbosheth. Mm. Uh, he ruled the kingdom of Israel, the kingdom of Israel for about two years. That's 2 Samuel 3. He ruled the kingdom of Israel for about two years before he was assassinated, most likely by David. Um, and so during the reign of Eshbal, uh, David actually is forced to go, and he becomes the king of Judah. Uh, that is 2 Samuel 3. Uh, when Eshbal is assassinated, David is anointed king over Israel, and he unites the kingdom as Israel, and he rules it from Hebron. Uh, fast forward to like a couple of years, uh, David establishes, he conquers the city of Jerusalem, and uh, that's the famous, like he they crawl through the, through the spring, and they surprise attack um what i can't remember what those people are called uh the jebusites that's second samuel five and so he takes over and he establishes the city of david which if you look at jerusalem and you see the temple mount it's a, you can kind of see the land it kind of looks like a wiener um <laughs> that kind of juts out from the temple mount that's the city of david and so he establishes the capital city of david and he brings the tabernacle there and they usher, and that's like the famous what's-his-face when he touched the ark, um, Uzziah, and then, we, and then he yeah. died. That's kind of all part of that we story. We have a
1: whole podcast on that.
0: We do. Go back to episode four. I don't know. I, mean, I guess not a whole podcast. I'm An guessing. episode. We'll say that.
2: Right. We do? <laughs> yes. Why don't I remember? <laughs> oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. So we talk Sorry. about
0: weird stories, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Weird yeah. stories a, in the Bible.
0: Bible. Yeah. Um, so David uh, establishes the kingdom of Israel Eventually, uh, he is actually overthrown, and his son, um, his son, which his name is uh, Absalom, takes over. So David is forced into exile. Uh, his son kind of goes against him. David raises his army back up in Judah, and there's a civil war. David ends up reconquering everything, taking over all of the land. Now, because David is an asshole, God, and a man after God's own heart. Um, you
2: can be both. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, God does not allow David to build the temple. Uh, that has to be, he has to wait till David's, they, the temple has to be built after David's death. Solomon, David's son, with uh, that hot piece f- from the rooftop. What's her name? Bathsheba. Bathsheba. <laughs> <laughs> that babe.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, yeah hot enough keep going yeah, it. I guess this <laughs> she, is keeping me had inter- to this been, right? is keeping me interested in history go yeah, ahead Yeah.
0: this is like drunk history
2: <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say but it's like a like a soap opera
0: <laughs> right uh, so Solomon or you David
1: she put that out there yeah,
0: yeah, yeah she, she was she doing it on purpose He knew oh my my bathtub <laughs> happens to be on the roof Oops. where the king can see me
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know girl's gotta do what she's gotta yeah.
0: do <laughs> my stupid general husband <laughs> <laughs> holding about. Uh, so Solomon Be- or David and Bathsheba's son, Solomon becomes king. This would have been David's way younger than his other shithead sons. Um, you know, the, yeah, his other kids were not very good kids. Solomon um, ends up building the temple as we know as Solomon's temple on the temple mount. A um, little backstory of why that mountain it's called Mount Moriah is important is because that is the mountain where, abraham is to sacrifice isaac mm. so the you could go you could trace this all the way back to the time of abraham which is at least a thousand or so years before david and so uh where were we solomon oh, builds the temple right. uh eventually solomon and uh his one of his wives have a child named Rehoboam. And Rehoboam takes over after Solomon dies as the king of Israel. He ends up being a terrible king, uh, and eventually Israel collapse collapses into two nations, the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah. The northern kingdom of Israel is like Samaria and Galilee. The southern kingdom of Judah is Jerusalem, and I think uh, probably Nazareth is close closer to there, as well as Bethlehem. Uh, some 60 years later... Uh, after, uh, oh no, excuse me. The, and so eventually, what happens? The Southern Kingdom of Judah is around until about five eighty six uh, B.C. when the Babylonians come in, conquer it, and that's the exile. The Northern Kingdom lasts less time. That's seven twenty two when the Assyrians conquered them. So by the time, by halfway, about by six hundred B.C. or five hundred B.C. rather, um, there is no more. It's all ruled by by other nations. Sixty years after the kingdom of Judah is exiled, they're allowed to come back and rebuild Jerusalem. That's Ezra and Nehemiah. Uh, And then they, but they are not like their own nation. They're still under Babylonian control Um, all the way up until about uh, 333. So for about 300 years or so, uh, they are under, uh, under Babylonian control, I believe. And then they're under Alexander the great conquers them. Uh, And then that lasts until about 175. And then from 175 to for about 30 years, they're under Syrian control. Then from um, 142 to 63, they are under the Hasmonean. That's they revert back to the Greeks. But then in 63 AD, the Romans take over. And then from 63 AD um, for until 390, they're under Roman control. 63 BC, rather. To 390 AD, they're under Roman control, and then from 36 390 to 630, they are under the Byzantine control. This
1: feels like First Kings. It is a little it's bit. Through First yeah,
0: King. this is yeah. Uh, they're under Byzantine control, which is the Eastern Roman Empire. That's like Constantinople stuff like that. And then from 634, they're under Muslim Arab rule. Now, Arabs. Not all Muslims are Arabs, and <laughs> not all Arabs, technically, are Muslims. Uh,
1: Wait, not all or all?
0: Not all, technically. I mean, there okay. are, there are okay. Christian Arabs and Jewish Arabs. Gotcha. Um, but Arabs are people who are from the peninsula of Arabia. Today, modern-day Saudi Arabia. So they become under Arab control um, for about 400 years or so until 1099. Then the Crusades happen, and then the Christians, the the Romans, the Rom- uh, the Catholics control it. And the English control it until about 1250. That's when the Egyptian Mamluks take over in 1250. And they run the land until... They run the land until about 1516 when the Ottoman Empire rises up and takes over. Uh, and the Ottomans own it until World War One. So for about 500
1: years. A lot of furniture.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then in, after World War One, the British took over and it became known as... Um, shoot. Mandated or mandatory palestine so it was a palestinian region that was owned and governed by Brit by the british empire and then in 1948 the british empire along with the other allies decide to create a jewish recreate the jewish state from way back what year was it to from way back into give them their first full autonomous state uh for about 2,500, since about 2,500 years. So they've been under control of somebody for about 2,500 years. Now, to be clear, there were always Jews in the land. Uh, They never, even though there was the diaspora where they were dispersed around, there were always Jewish people in the land. And so now we find ourselves in 1948. There was a big war between Jordan and Israel. Miraculously, Jordan wins, or Israel (laughs) miraculously, Israel wins. Uh, And then there was another war, there was the 50 years ago, there was the Yom Kippur War, uh, the Six Days War, where Israel miraculously defeated, like, everybody was attacking them, and they defeated everybody. Um, and Then they took over part of Egypt. Then they gave part of Egypt back. And then in 2006, uh, Israel gave the Gaza Strip back to um, Arab Muslims, if you will. So the Gaza Strip in 2006 became... The Israel the Israelites or the Israelis, not Israelites. The Israelis pulled out of the Gaza Strip and gave that piece of land to Arab Muslims. And there's been like a contraction type situation between who owns what for since 1948. Mm-hmm. Needless to say, um, there has been numerous attempts in the past 50 years to create a a, a, a Palestinian self-sufficient Palestinian governed body or governed people. So the state of Palestine, uh, some people recognize the state of Palestine today, primarily Muslim led countries. Most other countries on the earth does not recognize Palestine as a state because it's, they're not a part of much, you know, they're just kind of people who want the land. Um, and so the conflict is this. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people who believe Primarily Christians, Jews, and Muslims who believe that the land—well, Christians and Jews you kind of clump into one—but they believe that the land has so much significance to them that they should own it, mm-hmm. and spe- primarily religious significance. The, obviously, the religious significance for the Jews goes back forty, forty-five hundred years. The significant is the significance for the Muslims goes back to six thirty. AD. I think about 630 AD when Islam became a actual faith. And so it's been a hotly contested piece of land for a long period of time. And, um, for the Christians, obviously it's where we believe if you take a lot of it, literally it's where you believe Jesus is going to reign. It's going to set up his throne and rule over all creation for the Jews, obviously, it's the Holy of Holies. It's a presence in the place of God's dwelling place. And for the Muslims, it is where this really bizarre <laughs> story takes place called the Isra and the Mirage. The Isra was Muhammad is rides on a winged beast from Mecca, rides on this winged beast to Jerusalem to the Temple Mount. And right there, he is greeted by Jesus, Moses, and Abraham, where he leads them in prayer. And then he ascends into heaven, where he greets all of the prophets through Jeremiah, Isaiah, Noah. He greets all of them. And then he bargains with God to not have to pray 50 times a day. And he bargains God all the way down to five times a day. (laughs) Coming to theaters... Yeah, yeah, And then he comes back down So that's why And so there he builds the Al-Aqsa Mosque Which the Hamas has called This operation Al-Aqsa takeover Al-Aqsa takeover (laughs) So they want to The goal for Hamas is to At least in theory uh, Storm into Jerusalem Take over the city And rule Jerusalem Hmm. It's kind of the goal of what Hamas is uh, Attempting to do but with any sort of terrorism, what they claim they're attempting to do and what they're actually doing are two mm-hmm. very different things. Hmm. And then for the – yeah, and then for Christians, it's like we're kind of with the Jews and what they believe, but they don't believe in Jesus, so screw you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So it's, it's that it's – that, uh, that's the significance. And Jerusalem for, the, for Islam was the place, what was called the – I think it's called the Kiba – That is the direction of prayer. So, for until they, until the establishment of Mecca, that is where uh, Muslims directed their prayer towards. Jews still direct their prayer there. Muslims directed their prayer there until Mecca was built up, Mm -hmm. and then it switched to the to the box in the middle of Mecca Mm -hmm. that Abraham built, according to Islam. Abraham and Ishmael, not Isaac. Ishmael's not a good figure in Islam. Isaac's not a good figure in Islam. <laughs> yeah. You get know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the history of the thing. Um, some facts that I think you're probably hearing is that Israel are, is, is an occupier. They're occupiers, all of that, especially if you're a college kid and you're doing college kid things. You're calling the Israelis occupiers. But the truth of the matter is, is that land has been uh, occupied by Westerners for at the very least fifteen hundred years. Hmm. So um, there was never there was never an actual state of Palestine. The word Palestine is actually was started by the Greeks as a pejorative because it, it's a Greek translation of the word Philistine, and so they called a Palestine as like a dig to the Jews. Hmm. So they called them palestinians as like philistines who
2: hmm. knew
1: me i mean <laughs> not, I, yeah i didn't know that i mean a handful
2: Well, we told you when we were talking about yeah. doing this i was like this is gonna be the evan show today yeah.
1: and so where
0: we're at now is uh we are in this very odd so hamas is is bankrolled essentially by um iran mm-hmm. iran is like iran is like that little kid who can't fight although they do have a very strong army they can't fight but they just get other bigger kids to fight for them or they get other kids to do their bidding iran's like a kind of a a a rough spot but the so they're being bankrolled and supported by iran and iran and saudi arabia hate each other um they they are more like vehement enemies Um, but with Iran, you get like Iraq, you get Afghanistan a little bit, you get some of those other more Northern Muslim nations. Uh, and then with Israel, you get Egypt who wants to be Israel's friend, Saudi Arabia, who wants to be kind of Israel's friend, Jordan, who is Israel's friend. And so it's, it's like a powder keg waiting to go off. And it's been a powder keg for nearly 20 years Mm -hmm. of waiting to go off. And so it is significant in the fact that if Iran enters into the war then the world goes to war yeah does that make sense mm-hmm. which is like that's why that's why we've moved two of our naval fighter fighter groups into the region as like a don't do this <laughs> mm-hmm. please kind of a thing and so it's a disaster we all know the stories of death and destruction and primarily children and stuff like that. So it is like a, a it is a lot more significant than simply Israelis are occupiers, we should have a Palestinian state or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like that's not really the issue. The issue is a much bigger scarier issue all said and done. Mm-hmm. Especially if Iran comes across some sort of nuclear weapon, which they would for sure get from Russia. So, <laughs> Russia's, Russia's friends. Anyhow, Russia's friends with Iran. It's a disaster. Yeah. And then you get China in the mix. I mean, the world, the whole world will go to war if Iran enters, mm. which is, a. Uh, so that's that enjoy your day. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, and so when you think about, I, I've seen so many pastors and teachers in the past, however long, saying this is it, this is the end of the world, this is but b- revelation, biblical prophecy, mm-hmm. all of this stuff, which is ironic because the beast out of the sea right now is us because we have the navy that's sitting in the ocean. <laughs> like, is that like if you want to take it literally? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so it is, and so one, I so I think that's where the conversation should go. Is really what should a Christian response actually be? How do we handle information that is being spewed on your social medias or if you still watch the news Mm -hmm. on the news? Uh, Because Fox News and CNN and MSNBC are all equally wrong on so many different things. Um, The history of this goes way back, way, way, way back um, to forever. So what? Yeah. Was that a question? Well, yeah, we're waiting on a caller. Was Call it? us at 553-7261. We have Dave on the line. Dave. <laughs> Dave.
1: Yeah. Long time listener. Okay. Uh, first time caller.
2: It's um, like your Jeff, Jeff voice. <laughs> Jeff Swanson. Jeff Swanson does right. one like that. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> like he a, does have like a little Kermity thing. Just Is that how he sounds? <laughs> it's like a voice that he does. Yeah.
1: Bones is up again. Uh, so, I mean i i i don't know like i clearly the response should be prayer yeah but like it feels so yeah i, I mean that's to me it's it feels very much of a cop-out thing to say yeah um yeah Short of like going over there and like physically helping people yeah which
0: i don't i, th- I don't think you can no I, yeah no well yeah obviously <laughs> i don't think you can get you can't you can't they they're having a tough time getting people out of israel Um, And they're for sure, unless you're a diplomat, nobody's getting in. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a a, kind of an acquaintance who's a missionary in Jordan. um, And they're they're taking refugees, both Palestinian and Israeli refugees. Because quite frankly, who wants to be there right Mm -hmm. now? Mm -hmm. Like it's not uh, a good spot to be. But Jordan is, they're good people. Mm -hmm. They have... Uh, the last cru- the last crusade place
2: <laughs> so i guess i have the the first part of this to me is like let's talking about the information piece
1: mm-hmm. like
2: you know i was saying earlier i haven't been paying very close attention not that i don't think that it's important what's happening but just in a capacity yeah. i i I, I'm aware of the situation and I know some things but it's mostly been news information where I have not done a lot of my own research right that's what we were yeah. talking about before this is that I was saying I'm not super comfortable having giving my opinion or not that my opinion even matters in this topic right like I mean that's what there have are the things that are but no but <laughs> but in this type of context like there's so much happening that really, me being aware is one thing, but I, you know, to, to share an opinion, like obviously it's horrible. Both sides, people are dying. Right. And so I think I I'm thinking about how do we take in information as Christians or just as, as humans, even if you're not Christian, but there's so much misinformation out there. There's so many different news sources and we've talked about this a little bit before, but, um, You know, how much responsibility, how informed do we need to be and how do we protect ourselves and not get too consumed by all of that information to where we're, I don't know, like pushing that to other people and spreading Mm. misinformation and things like that. So I think, do we have, I don't know that we're not the, we are not the uh, experts on this, but like, what are some guidelines that we can use to like, A, find good information, but also how to what to do with that information
0: yeah, yeah. um well first let, let me so the, there's a difference between misinformation and disinformation mm-hmm. misinformation is basically uninformed information it's people spewing out it's basically what fox news cnn and msnbc have been doing for the past 5 years at least full of misinformation it's not inherently untrue but it lacks a lot of of information that it's is the pertinent. one-sided truth yeah yes yeah, yeah. so that's or, misinformation disinformation is blatant false information that is that that's propaganda it's put out in order to dissuade or persuade you to or from something uh, Russia is a disinformation state you know they're constantly doing stuff like that same thing with uh, you can make the argument that Iran is full of disinformation China is like, that's all they do is disinformation um, in terms of how they publicly inform people. So misinformation is much harder. It's much harder to find out in the era of the internet because almost everything is m- misinformed in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, disinformation is actually really easy because there's a quick Google sh- search. will prove it wrong. Uh, so right now we're dealing with a lot of misinformation information. And a lot of what that is comes very, very small and very, very small of how people word things. Um, so for instance, if somebody is blatantly saying Hamas or, or if somebody says, Oh, Palestinian, the Palestinian terrorist group, Hamas, that is kind of misinformation. Hamas is a terrorist group, but it's not necessarily about the palestinian people Mm -hmm. it's a political terrorist organization that took over a land um disinformation the example would be uh like the opposite israel is full of colonizers that's disinformation that's blatantly not true Mm -hmm. um so what do you do and how do you receive it first i think like any messy situation is you just have to stop like pause uh don't write on a blog or a facebook post or don't get mad like we had somebody who quasi got mad at me for not blatantly talking about this on sunday two sundays ago and i was like one at that point i didn't know what happened two (laughs) uh
2: because uh, it happened the day before yeah, I have
0: it, yeah and i don't watch the news or have social media so
1: well everyone's expected to have an immediate opinion about everything yeah even if you don't know what's going on yeah. clearly on yeah. this podcast yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and so i spent like the last week and a half or so somewhat keeping up with it and then doing some reading and stuff but the um and so you have so the first thing to do whenever something like this like this happens is to is to just pause take it in see what's happening empathize with all the needless destruction that is taking place from both sides, Mm -hmm. Um, recognize that on some level Israel is justified, even though it's somewhat brutal. There is obviously a justification there. Um, You can easily say Hamas should be at least destroyed on some level. They should not have power at the very least. I'm not advocating for the killing of people, Mm -hmm. but they should be. Um, at least brought in for some form of. I mean, they're basically. I mean, Hamas is basically like Muslim Nazis, if you want to equate it to something that us white people can.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I would imagine like acts of terrorism is somewhat punishable in most places. Like here, you would, you know, you would go to jail. Like I would imagine Mm -hmm. there should be some sort of repercussion if they were to resolve to the point of being able to do something like that.
0: And the biggest problem is. Really, is this idea of a two state solution? The problem is 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 Pal- the Palestinian people are separated by Israel, so you have Gaza on one side, this very small thing, then you have Israel that kind of snakes through, and then you have the West Bank on the other side so the two state solution. Has always been a problem because who's going to govern Gaza, mm-hmm. right? So if you give the Palestinians the what is known as Palestine today, if you give them Palestine, then who governs Gaza? And it can't be the Palestinian people because that's a state separated by another state, mm-hmm. um, which is virtually impossible. Although there is that little piece of America in the middle of Canada. Have you seen, you know that up by Lake? Uh, I think it's Lake Superior. Like you have to go through Canada to get to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That seems to work out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, And so part of it is Israel to, when it comes to infrastructure, when it comes to resources, when it comes to uh, doctors and stuff, all of what happens in Israel or on Gaza comes from Israel. Water, electricity, they get all of their infrastructure from Israel. So this two-state solution, unless they're unless they give Gaza to Israel, is virtually not going to happen. Um, it just and the Palestinians don't want it. In the Hamas in the Hamas charter, it's death to all Jews and eradication from the Palestinian land. So mm-hmm. I mean, they're not good people. Like the they, Hamas is not a people that anybody should be supporting. Palestinians, on the other hand, I'm sure they're wonderful, gentle, mm-hmm. just run-of-the-mill Muslims who are very nice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know so then so yeah kind of circled i'm gonna circle back to that so what do we how do we consume information and how do we process what is happening in a way that is because it i mean obviously it could potentially affect everyone yeah. We're talking I mean, potential World War Three, right? If it were if things escalate. However, that's not where we are right now. Yeah. Where we are right now needs to be a place of empathy for all of the people who are being affected by these yeah. acts of terrorism from a small group of people. Yeah. And the the reaction
0: of mm-hmm. Israel to yeah. that, right? Yeah. To
2: what happened to them.
0: Yeah. And Israel for Western liberals, and I'm not saying liberal politically. But, like, everybody in the West is liberal on some level. Israel is a little bit problematic because they are still very conservative. Um, Not, like, Nazi conservative, but just conservative people. But Israel is the only true democracy, quote-unquote liberal democracy, in the Middle East. So it's like, like, if you go to Tel Aviv, you have just as many atheists as you would in New York, Right, even though they're Jewish of descent or Muslim of descent or whatever. Um, and so it it's this really weird po- po- politicize- politicization. I don't know how to say that word. Of... Politicize. How do you po- say politicization? It? politicization. Politicization. We'll go with that. Sure, yeah. Politization. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> where we where people are against Israel because their prime minister is like a basically has been in power for almost 20 years uh, with some breaks in there um, because they have a parliamentary system Um, and is a conservative guy. He's kind of a hard ass Netanyahu. He was a special forces guy who fought a lot and Israeli intelligence guy. So he's a scary dude, but he's not, and so there's there's this weird thing in the United States from more far left people who are equating him to a guy like Putin. That's inaccurate, but so there's, again, it's like a weirdly messy situation, so how, how would you get information? One, I've gotten all my information almost exclusively from Substack, <laughs> like people, like smart people writing articles about it. Yeah, That's a great place. To mm-hmm. go to get from all sides i mean I, I read a thing from an egyptian muslim guy who was really level headed and really kind of really good about it and then same thing with some jewish people and so i would say stay away from mainstream media sources uh, as much as you can in general in general you should with yeah with this now the truth of the matter is is like jen said like if this continues, yeah, this is like we're not gonna not feel it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like we're we're tied to OPEC in terms of oil, so forget about gas prices being below four dollars. Forget like it's it's a that's it's a economic disaster waiting to way more than Russia Ukraine was. Like I mean, it's like we are tied exclusively to the Middle East in too many ways, all said and done. But and so. Get the information from actual good sources. You know, and all said and done, you could find a lot of the Substack authors. You could find they have YouTube channels that are talking about this stuff and they're interviewing and being as level headed as possible. And then what to do with the information? Uh, I don't know. Uh, don't get into arguments. <laughs> don't go like march around the city cuz your friends want to do a Palestinian thing or your other friends want to do an Israeli thing like
2: Yeah, I mean, to me, <laughs> like, you know, just from what I do know, it's like taking sides is not Yeah. That's not what this situation is about at this point. Like you were saying Hamas is not Palestinian people. Yeah. Um it's a small representation of people that may be made up of Palestinians, yeah. but it's a, they're not speaking for palestine right so i think as our like uh, when we talk about like our christian response to these things you know the empathy for all parties involved yeah um and the kind of like the ripple effect of what's happening because it is much bigger than just obviously the terror like terrorism that's happening innocent people dying all of those things like horrible horrendous absolutely terrible situation but it's going to ripple out a lot farther. I mean, we saw that with Ukraine, right? But even the way that people here are treated, like a Palestinian here being treated poorly. Like, that's the kind yeah. of stuff that, I mean, we can't directly or an, impact. Or a Muslim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or a Jew. Like, yeah. there's so many, like, depending on what, how people, yeah. who people think are in the right with this. Yeah. I don't. A disagreement is not there. I yeah. was going to say this disagreement. But the this situation, like, if people are taking sides, and then we see new stories about, those people having be basically Americans being racist against them here yeah. because of what's happening. They're mm-hmm. not even yeah. associated with it. Yeah. And we're seeing repercussions and ripple effects already. Um, so I think as Christians, we need to have empathy. We need to have, we need to be praying for the situation, obviously, but like Jesse said at the top of the episode, like that feels like A like silly yeah. almost yeah. like, what is my prayer going to do in that situation? Like it feels powerless, even though there is a lot of power in prayer. Um, But we feel powerless to the situation, which for me, a lot of times makes me not want to Mm -hmm. do the research to totally understand what's happening because it's like, I'm just going to feel what's happening, which maybe is all I need to do. Maybe I do need to do the research and feel like, feel some feelings about what's happening Mm -hmm. as opposed to like my normal response of saying like, I can't, there's not really anything I can do. So yeah. Think whatever. These,
1: but like you were saying, a lot of these situations, no matter what they are, for this situation or another situation down the road, people just need, like, all automatically need to take a side and get fired up, right? Yeah. Fired up and have an opinion. I think the pushback would be like our our goal should be to defuse uh, hot situations if you hear or see it mm-hmm. to a point. Don't but, engage. Like, it. Don't engage it. But like, I think there's a reality of saying like why does it need to cause other micro wars within our, our like personal spaces? Yeah. Um, cause that's what you see constantly in America. Yeah. That's what we do. We sit there and yeah. argue about anything cause that's what we do. Yeah.
2: Like the only side to take is for, is the side of caring about all the innocent people that are being affected. Yeah. There's kids. Like, there's like children, not, children, it, it has nothing to do about what, where they're yeah. from or what their culture is. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I guess another source not to listen to is a politician. <laughs> yeah. Any of them, Democrat, Republican, uh, don't listen to any of them because, again, they are going to perpetuate side-taking. Um, man, who's that beefcake?
2: <laughs> They're the roofers. Wow. I
1: think.
0: <laughs> is he about to do it himself? He picks up the roof. Yeah. Like-
1: <laughs>
0: New one. Yeah. Um, that's too big. No shirts fit. There's a there's a very strong guy that just walked by the yeah. window. His arms are the size of my head.
1: <laughs> um, and I yeah. have a big head. <laughs> so don't listen
2: to politicians. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's especially hard right now because we're going into oh, an election year here. Shocking. Right. Yeah. Uh. But so I mean, I think those those talking heads get even louder, you know, like uh, people are already aligning themselves with just even within this election season of different narratives and voices and things that are, it's just all dangerous territory. Like when we take, yeah, I guess I just think about forming your own opinion by doing your own research and honestly not caring so much about that but caring for the people um and locally like making like don't do anything don't engage with people speaking poorly of palestinians or speaking poorly of israel or jews or whatever you know like yeah. don't if we don't engage that and instead we try to use like a message like a different message of like i don't know just something better (laughs) you know like we don't love all people right yeah we need to just be praying for the people that are being affected by this and at the end of the day like that is more even than just like your friend who's a missionary in jordan they're having to have a response to this because they're right there they like how are they helping refugees how are they helping Mm. people like how do we we need to worry about that stuff like because at the end of the day we can't make us three around this table and probably well, everyone listening and can't, we're not gonna be able to make Hamas stop what they're doing. We, yeah. we, we so can't we'll end have, it.
1: I mean, we, we are getting refugees in and around America. Oh okay, yeah. I mean, you of people have forever. Animals,
2: Ukraine like, still, people are still yeah, trying to get out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, the hardest thing, I think one, we should hope for de-escalation, because mm-hmm. <laughs> if it continues to escalate, um, I mean, you're looking at 1941 all over again. You're looking at, and now because, I mean, I think I, th- I think girls can get drafted now, right? Women. I don't know. I think so. So, like, with which I have one that would be yeah. well in, and yeah. <laughs> involved. In. She wouldn't do combat, but she's yeah, still drafting into like it, a yeah. crappy situation. Yeah. Like you're talking, there, there would only be one the response of the united states if world war 2 is of any example is every industry gets shut down mm-hmm. and turned into wartime yeah and that uh would suck <laughs> that would suck really be bad be uh, much worse than covid yeah much worse <laughs> than covid i mean you're talking like we're not making cars for the next 10 years cuz we're building ships we're not well and i think
2: know. even having like we're thinking about those things and we're not even and and then I think about like the people living in Israel who are in the the yeah. heart of this. And it's like, I, then I think like, should I even be concerned with, or oh, what could like those, what ifs, but it, I mean, yes, that's just important, but it's like, imagine you can take two seconds and think of all the things that could happen. If this escalates, imagine yeah. that you put yourself in this position of, or you're living in the state right next to is like, whatever, oh, yeah. you know, like there are, we are somewhat so far removed from the situation, and yet it is impacting our brothers and sisters in Christ. Like yeah. it is, we are not in any sort of control, Yeah. but how we can easily picture what our lives could, what impact it could have on us if it were to escalate. So to put yourself in a place of imagining you live in the middle of this conflict, how would mm. you want the response from people to be, yeah. do you want people to blame you for being an American? And like you, now you're being like, I don't know (laughs) you have everyone against you uh, for things that you aren't in the government. You didn't make these decisions. You didn't, you know, you didn't release the bomb that started this whole thing. Like, I don't know. I just think there's, we think so much of, we look past the people that it's affecting way too easily. Um, And I think that's because it, that's how we understand what's happening is we need the big picture. But at the end of the day, like, we need to pray for de escalation and mm. we need to be hopeful and we need to be aware of how we speak to other people yeah. of different cultures. And I think bigger than just are they someone who's Palestinian or Jewish yeah. or whatever, like anybody that is different than us, like we have to think about how do we speak to one another and how do we. Cause like you're not, not everyone, we're not all Christians. We're not all the same. And so how do we love one another despite those differences?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, there's a real, um, I mean, there's a real distinct, uh, you have to think about what, what takes place You know the, in nation like Iran, not Saudi Arabia, because they don't let anybody in, but Iran, uh, Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, Pakistan, India, um, where they have the, especially our our brothers and sisters in Christ, I mean, they those are the fastest growing churches in the world. Like, what happens to them if this continues to go? It, Mm -hmm. It won't be a good thing. And so, yeah. And so I think the Christian response needs to be um love and care and support um a lot of prayer uh avoid violence do not engage in any sort of division-led protest or anything because i guarantee all those kids in all these major cities who are protesting one side or the other do not know anything that's going on it's just as protests happen when you're 20 it's like My friends are doing it, so I'm going to do it and be mad about it, even though I don't know what I'm being mad about. And don't engage in that stuff uh, that's been a thing for the past 50, 60 years in the United States. Um, And then uh, in our own communities, work to deescalate or reconcile or offer grace to all those who are participating in, and that mm. divisive life. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't engage them, yeah. but offer them grace. I like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sweet.
2: And I would say this. If you don't agree with something that we've talked about... Keep like, it to yourself. No, <laughs> nicer than that. <laughs> grace, Evan. Uh, Unity. No, but I think like this, uh, this podcast is an opinion-based one, and we are open to conversation. So if you think differently or think we missed something here like send us a message we are happy to hear what you have to say um and obviously you know we're using our best the knowledge that we have and the opinions that we have um but that and that's the case with any episode we do obviously this one is a little um sensitive (laughs) for a lot of people and so i think i would hope everyone knows that we're coming from a place of uh love uh, yeah. that's the our whole premise here <laughs> is that christians mess that part up a lot so yeah. um but you know inform yourself and uh if you don't agree with us we'll read your email and we'll maybe we'll continue the conversation with you probably not it. we might well speaking
1: of that <laughs> next, next next episode week, uh we're gonna Donald be Donald trump no <laughs> he's on the <laughs> po- no um we uh we're gonna be your talking podcast you so just, good oh gosh your podcast is good Better than any podcast. Out it's better there. than any podcast ever um, we, <laughs> we are going to
2: be reading. I would probably go to prison for <laughs> murder after that.
1: Well, that's not very unifying, Jen. Jen. One Corinthians. Um. So we. <laughs> <laughs> One, two Corinthians. <laughs> um. We we have uh. I hold a next, Bible like a moron. Next week we're going to be talking about some of your emails uh, that we've been getting. So we've been complaining quite a bit that we don't hear from our guests. And uh, you guys are are, are finally three of stuff. you, three of you. Well, that's more than we've gotten <laughs> in a while. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the emails we've gotten, and uh, very specifically, uh, we're going to address one of them. And uh, we won't get full names. We'll, we'll maybe start with the first name. So uh, hang tight. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as per usual, you know where to find all of our stuff, social media. Uh And you can find all of our places that we don't actively use on there.
0: Oh, yeah. One more thing. Ironically, Jerusalem means city of peace. Just <laughs> throw that out there. Keep that up there. <laughs>
1: Um, so find us there. Uh, rate us everywhere that you listen to us. Uh, 100%, all the way, good stars, all the things, whatever those are. Uh, in the meantime, keep questioning your pastor, your church, your faith. Your uh, geopolitics. Geopolitics, your uh, side-taking and all those things. So uh, keep asking questions. In the meantime, I am Jesse. Evan.
2: I'm Jen. And that was
1: Christian. Hey. Uh,
0: yeah.